Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, CC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast. Terry Curran's the current view of the Audibles Borough. Mr. Terry Curran, steady away, some kind of week you had. Yeah, you have to be weak. I know I do. Steady away. Is it all steady away? <laughs> where did where did that that word come from? Steady away. I'd never heard it since, since I started talking to you. Oh, has it? You you sound as though you're down um, a coal mine at the moment. Are you really distant? Where are yeah. you? I feel as though I'm in a coal mine. I'm in back bedroom at Janet's house. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> you're sounding better now. Have you just gone off hands free? Yeah. She sent me a message and a photograph. She made some rice pudding. Mm. So I came up and had a bowl and I asked for another bowl and she went mad as though I was a kid. Wow. Can you believe it? I, I can't. But I hope all you fans out there realise what I've got to put up with. Absolutely. But you had two bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, oh, did you don't you don't get that on Match of the Day, do you, or or other podcasts? <laughs> Terry Curran, you are a greedy bastard. That is exactly what Jan just said. Two bowls of rice pudding. <laughs> oh, fantastic tea. Yeah, I'm 68, and she thinks she's talking to a kid. You can't have two bowls of that. But more to the point, is she going to do you a cup of tea? Because she used to do you a cup of tea as well, too. Just to keep that no, mouth moist. Twice. I'm a, I'm making a cup of tea every morning, and she's done it twice. So anyway, we'll see what happens at half time. Fantastic. So magic moments. What have you sourced for us this week, mate? Well, I've got to wait well for. <laughs> <laughs> magic moment. It was a simple but a brilliant goal. Uh, Foldens for England. Yes. His, yeah. his, his ability uh, and his balance and his thinking to adjust his feet. It looks so simple, but I assure you, to move his feet, to get his body in line with that ball, to connect it right, um, is not as easy as it looked. Absolutely brilliant. He is a natural born footballer isn't he and you're absolutely well, I'm not spot quite on sure. i'm not quite sure because gareth southgate is telling us he's not as good as what we all make him out to be <laughs> i don't think gareth southgate knows what he's talking about and when he does talk he does talk in riddles doesn't he but anybody that knows anything about football and watches phil foden play realizes and knows that that kid is a bit special and some of the things he does on the ball, there's view, very few players in the world that have got that kind of ability. When he's allowed to play in a, in a role like that, yeah. you, no disrespect to Jordan Anderson, no disrespect to the other players, what plays in those positions, Rice and all these, not one of them have the, um, the ability to see the killer pass with such accuracy yeah. as he does. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, his goals in him. Absolutely. The kids got it all. We are going to talk about the England game uh, in a short while. Um, I'm going to roll off a couple of my magic moments. Uh, five... oh, I've got two magic moments. I've got to tell you. Oh, go on. Let's have them then. Let's yeah. have your other one. 
Janet goes into the kitchen, she puts the <laughs> kettle on and she fetches me a cup of tea. That is, that is one. I don't know what's better, Foden's goal or Janet doing you a cup of tea. <laughs> By the way, a rice pudding was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top class tea. Uh, five star, another top class performance. A five-star performance by Oxford City uh, the weekend against Hartlepool. And there were some cracking goals as well in there. There's, there's some fan, listen, and that, to Conference League, there's some fantastic football played and all at the same time. Absolutely, T. You know, we, we do focus a lot on the Premier League because, you know, that's what we, we do see. There has been an international break and non-league football has been on the television. I've been looking uh, through YouTube. I've been looking on TNT because that's who broadcast the uh, the non-league games. And I noticed a tremendous uh, result again for Barney, who went top by beating Altrincham. And uh, Zach Brunt's goal was absolutely oh. del- it was delightful. Some of the pa- some of the play and the passing and the movement from these these conference and let's be truthful now there's five leagues of English football isn't isn't that yeah. and the conference is the fifth league so well that done that conference is, is, is becoming very very good and entertaining football absolutely and, and it's and it's a of the cost of some you know the championship may mind yeah. anything else yeah well I mean we posted on uh, the current view our, our group and guys keep posting away keep expressing your opinions some we agree with some that we don't agree with but it's great to to hear your opinions and who you support and shouting up for your team on exactly the and, view. And, 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 and even the ones what don't agree with our opinions yeah. you know it's, it's opinions and it's, it gives them the right to um uh, agree with them without without being critical and i think that for me where you gone you're gone away again son of the person you know in general yeah i missed you for about two minutes there mate i don't know where you went but um, but, but what i I was saying what i was saying is it's about opinions and if people if people want to be critical, uh, express their opinions yeah. without people being uh, abusive to that person. Absolutely. Because all he's given is, is an opinion. And yeah. you, know, you don't have to agree with me and I don't have to agree with him or whoever it is. Mm. But I don't, want, I don't want to be abusive to people. I really don't. And that's why I agree. I always like when somebody gives the opinion, you know, I mean, if I really like it, then I'll express my opinion on it. Yeah. If if I don't like it, I'll still like it because it's his opinion or Absolutely. her opinion. Absolutely, T. We've all got an opinion. So, guys, keep it expressing them. Uh, keep it clean. Don't be um, malicious with it. Uh, Hello. And, and the, yep. Can you hear me? Hello, T. Uh, Terry Curran. Uh, Gabby calling Terry Curran. T C oh. are you still there? Yep. Can you hear me? We're having a little bit of a problem uh tonight with the sound and the communication. But I, I can hear you intermittently. Can you hear me, T? Yeah, you, you keep going off. Yeah. Um I'm sitting uh, one on of the... one of us one of us is going off anyway. Yeah. Um if it goes off again, I'm gonna go into other bedroom. I'll try that. Okay, yep, not a problem. Uh, how many bedrooms has young Janet got there? Eight. And six bathrooms. 
She's got eight kettles <laughs> and, a, and a bedroom and a half. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, Rustall FC, um, the goal from the kickoff. I don't know if you saw it, but Jack Lyons' hat trick. It was one of the goals in his hat trick in the FA Youth Cup. I think it took four seconds from literally kicking the ball for it going straight over the goalkeeper's head into the back of the net. I believe it's the fastest goal in FA Cup history. So, uh, well done, young man. Take a bow. Exactly. You see, that's a good thing. Um, Camber's all over the place now. That goal for that young lad... Uh, will go down uh, in his history. Yeah, absolutely. That he'll have got that up there to show his grandkids, and uh, you know, uh, and show that you know it's the fastest goal ever to be scored in yeah. an FA Cup game. It's, it, it is truly superb, and and a lot of these goals are recorded by these football clubs, sometimes by friends and by family, and some of them are of a real, real high quality. And that leads us to. I've always wanted to connect up with uh, with a football club, too. And um, this week we're going to connect up with uh, Hales Owen Town. Uh, back in the day, about eleven. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah I see what you, you linked up to it. Yes. Yeah, about eleven years ago, I was a commercial manager at Hales Owen Football Club for a full nine hours. Seven of them, I was asleep. It's a long story, but I've always had an affection for uh, for Hales Owen and I was looking at their socials uh, last week and they beat Stanford 2-0 and it was a lovely bit of skill from uh, Jack Holmes tremendous on the byline you'd have loved it it was great little wing play uh, the kid is a, a box of tricks and last night while England were playing in Scotland the, one of the biggest derbies in English football took place. It's called Albusico, and it's the number nine derby. It's probably the only derby in this country that's named after a bus route, and that's why it's the number nine. It's the number nine bus route, because that's what takes you up to uh, Stourbridge from uh, from Hales Owen. So, uh, well done to uh, Jack Holmes. I have watched on Yelts TV the... Um, the YouTube, it's 19 minutes long. The commentary is fantastic. The camera is fantastic. Everything about it is is total class. And it just goes to show and goes to prove that at the levels that Hales Owen are playing, which is probably three leagues, I would suggest, down from the conference, the quality is is there as well. And, and I think that when you look at our pyramid, we're so lucky, so fortunate to have so many fantastic fans. And last night, they took over 800 supporters away to Stourbridge. I mean, 800 fans from game at that it's level. Inc- it's incredible. It's, it is. It's incredible. Uh, Alan uh, is another football club. Yeah. Going, uh, has got a good fan, uh, fan base. Um and, and especially, it, they're going to be around about 8,000 people going to watch Alan. Yeah. In the North East Counties League. So you're right, it's, it's fantastic, brilliant. And it, and it is and it's great to see these, you know, these amateur clubs now. People may be sat getting a bit sick of this Premier League and what, yeah. and what's, you know, and what the owners are doing, uh, ripping people off. Absolutely. And they're, they're clubs at the heart of the community. I know that the Premier League, 
suggest that they are clubs at the heart of the community. But they've actually ripped the heart and soul out of the fans that are the community. When you look at the high ticket prices for Premier League games these days, and as you say, T, on many occasions, for a fifth of the price, you can go down and watch a good standard of football. You can have a couple of beers. There's no trouble. Having said that, I did watch that on YouTube clip. It did, I mean, I shouldn't laugh. But um, you know where... I keep losing you, by the way, Gab. Oh, do you? You might Mm. have to go into the other bedroom, T, and see if you've got any success in there. I did it and it's done the same thing. So anyway, that's... It might be Jan's um, Wi-Fi there, because usually we're we're okay while you're at at your house. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. But we're saying they had the whole of the away end, Hales Owen did, with the 800, so they're right behind the goals. I mean, it looked absolutely fantastic. I've and, seen it on social media. I saw your posts up on it. You know? Yeah. And, and, I always see your posts up, Brad. I, I can't leave it. I leave the comment on, the, on them. Uh, I've got no, nine I know. Days. Yeah, I've I know. got nine days. I think it's nine days uh, still in Facebook jail on, on, on groups, and I can't understand why, why it's happened to me, that. But on, on the side at, uh, at the Glass Boys, um, at Stourbridge is ground. They've they've got no stand, but they put some perimeter boarding and and some crash barriers. Well, when they scored, they went absolutely barmy, and they just spilled onto the pitch. So they broke through the barriers. Uh, nobody was injured, of course. That's why I'm kind of smiling and laughing about it. But the game was held up for 15 minutes as a consequence. But when you do look at those football clubs. To the fans, those players are just as important to their fans as what the likes of Man United and Liverpool are to theirs. And again, Jack Holmes scored the fourth goal. Uh, Hales Owen did win 4-3 last night. So well done to all and sundry. And well done to Jack Holmes. I think that that kid's a a name to watch. He does look as though he's... uh, Got a bit about him, so well done to all. Well done to Yelts TV. Well done to Hales Owen and uh, Al Busico was won by the Yelts. Well, watch watch this space because Peterborough, you know, like Peterborough, do like to sign these uh, players out of these lower leagues, don't they? Well, there are a lot of diamonds at the lower leagues, as you know, so always will be and always is. Yeah, and and for Premier League teams these days, they're overlooked because you know they're. They're just looking at international players and spending an absolute fortune. In fact, I've just done a couple of podcasts with Story Moore and we were talking about Casado. And he was saying he's, he's played one season in the Premier League and he's gone for £115 million. You know, it's absolutely crazy. Players of yesteryear had to ply the trade, played for many, many seasons and uh, didn't go for a fraction. There's more of the to price. all this than meets the eye. Exactly. One day, yeah. one day, it'll all be released. Well, it does look on the surface as though it's one <laughs> big laundrette, doesn't it? There's, the some, yeah, there's something not right about it all. There can't be. You know, there was things that they were saying that they could uh, let people let fans into in, into the stadium free with the amount of money they getting into it. Mm. But even that, you look at the stadiums and the full, and you think. Where are they getting the money from? Everybody's struggling, but where are they getting the money from for football? Tell me. I know, I can't believe it's it. All, it's, it's all weird, isn't it? I just think when you look at your disposable income, and I think that the credit cards have got a lot to answer for these days, and fans get into such huge debt following their clubs because 
they can't afford to pay for those tickets. And especially if you're playing a couple of games a week, like lots of the teams do now, and the teams that finish halfway down the Premier League now, they're, they're having another tournament in Europe that they keep making up all these tournaments. And then with international games as well, there's so much football, and, and I don't know how fans can afford it, I'll be honest. I wrote 20-plus years ago a poem called Give the, Give the Working Man Back His Simple Game. And, yeah, and you put it up a few times. And yeah. It's and, it is, it's a brilliant point. Uh, and if, people want, if people want to read it, it is it's a, it's a brilliant point point. And I just don't know where it's going to enter. But um, perhaps the non-league see, teams see, are Gab, benefiting from it. So you see, Gab, when somebody's bought for twenty thousand pounds know, yeah. from a lower league, yeah, and somebody's bought for sixty million, seventy million, mm. what does people want to read? Oh, absolutely, yeah. 60, 70 million quid. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. You know, 100%. You know, a lot of this is only cleaning money up for me. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've always said, and I've said for a long time, the bubble see, surely nobody, has got to burst. Nobody, nobody, no, no, no one can cancel us. No, Because it's how we show. Absolutely, yeah. We're we not sponsored. We like. and we're not told what we can say and what we can't say. No, we, we do what we like. We, we're not abusive. Without being uh, rude to people. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We just express our opinion on the current view. It's not for the woke. But nope. um, we say it as we see it. Hansi Flick got sacked as the German boss. First German boss ever to get sacked. Quite incredible, that. It is It, it is incredible. And mm. you know, when you looked at him and he went to Bayern Munich, he took it on to the next level from Pep Guardiola. He did. It's incredible, isn't it? And then he goes to manage his own national team. Yeah. Well, he'd been a failure at it. Yeah, I just look at it, uh, you know, at face value, because we don't know what goes on behind those closed doors. And I know that Germany had a really bad result. They got beat 4-1 uh, by, ja- uh, by, by Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so well, I watched, I watched the uh, game, and Germans played quite well. I was, In fact, Leroy Sani's goal, I was going to put that as my goal at, yeah. uh, uh, at uh, week. And then I saw... Foldens and I would be Foldens. Did Julian Brandt play, by the way? Are you familiar with uh, that German boy? Who? Julian Brandt. Oh, I, yes. I, the, the thing is, the thing is, I've not seen much of German football this season. No, I haven't. Right, whereas last season I saw a lot more of it. Mm. You know, um, but I saw the, the situation where he got the sack. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, he's the first German manager ever to get the sack. Yeah, quite extraordinary. But, you know, what I do now, I concentrate on what I'm going to be putting on, uh, talking about on uh, on our podcast yeah. more than sitting down and watching certain games. I'll pick and choose now yeah. uh, and, and then go over certain games on YouTube. Mm. Uh, Book Corner in association with MyFootballBooks.com. Um, Andy always gives us a recommendation. And this week, it's Gallus, England, Scotland, and the 1967 World Cup final by Michael McEwen, which is quite appropriate because it was last night the 150th game between England. Well, not the 150th game, but the 150th anniversary of the first game that was played on the 30th of November 
1872. I thought it was 2023, so it's 151 years. I've not heard anybody say, why is it 150 years when it's actually 151 years? And if we want to be absolutely pedantic, the first game that they ever played was on the 5th of March, 1870, and that was at the Oval uh, in London. So I'm not quite sure how they get the 150, but it was the 150 if anniversary last night. Um, so while we're in book corner, we will just talk briefly about the England game. What what was your thoughts? Booing our national anthem for a start. Surely that's not right. No. I mean, I look at it. Yes, it was the first game after the World Cup final. And Scotland, my dad's Scottish. Yeah. A lot of my family is Scottish. And I love to see Scotland do well. Right, But they always call that. You know the uh, the World Cup final, right? And you know Scotland love to beat England, don't they? Oh, absolutely. They really, really do. You know, I'm not saying that England doesn't want to beat Scotland because you, you get some of the fans what are really hardcore and bring the animosity in between them two in the two uh, countries, right? Well, I like to watch the t- two teams play well. Scotland's gone on won the last five games, mm. and yes, I've, I've watched them in Oz and they've looked very impressive. Yeah. But like I said to Tom, you know, it's like when we play someone, when we play someone what has got any ability, you know, your Frances and your Germanies, yeah. you know, uh, eight out of ten times you get beat. Mm. I mean, when you looked at Scotland last night, they looked a very average team, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I mean, it's different levels. I mean, they have got some decent players. Lots of the players do play in the Premier League. And you're right, they're on a really, really good run. And had Norway drew with Georgia last night. They'd been the first team to qualify uh, for the Euros. But England really are a cut above. And we have done a piece about that book with Jim McCallioch, which is on the socials, where Jim talks about his debut and how Scotland did beat England 3-2 in 1967. But England did beat Scotland 3-1 last night. At, uh, at Hamden Park. What was your thoughts about the game, T? Well, there's certain, there's certain things I liked about it. I mean, I, I liked about him when he pitched the two young lads set the back in. Yeah. I liked it when um, Podden was expressing himself. Yeah. Again, Bellingham is getting better and better mm-hmm. for, for England. Um, but I love to watch Ford and play and... Um, even though I like to see team performance, team performances, right? Uh, I do like to see individual players uh, rise rise above it and excite the fans. And he, he's one of these players what excites me every time I watch him play. And again, he gets a lot of criticism, but nothing is going right for um, Maguire. Nothing goes right for that kid. It's more. Why? Why did he put him on in the second half? I was gobsmacked. Well, you see, I try not to be. What's the word? It's not that I don't try to be critical. I try to be fair to Southgate. Yeah. Right. But his decision making has always been bad. I'll never forget the um, Croatia game in the semi final when we're winning 1 0. Yeah. And we were getting absolutely pelted down the left hand side, uh, playing the fullback out of position. I think you were Trippier. Yeah. Sure it was. And um, he did nothing about it. Mm. I mean, that, I mean, I like Maguire, right? It's opinions, but I, that still baffles me today. Why would he do that? He knows what Harry Maguire yeah. can do. Yeah. 
So why bring him on? Probably would have been better to give him that little bit of rest because everybody's, not everyone, but a lot of people are trying, are, are, are waiting for the mistake with him. Oh, absolutely. You know? And he's, he has been crucified. Uh, he's not as bad as what people make out to be, but he's part of uh, Southgate, always picking certain individual players. Um, and, he, and it's falling back on him. But mm. what I thought about the performance last night, I thought there's first thing I say to myself when I watch England play, I look at some of these players, what's not playing. Yeah. And then you get, it's like for the started uh, from the off last night. And I think to myself, if Guardiola had got this team or Klopp had got this team, yeah. it would be a different team altogether. 100%. We're saying players. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's 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 about the philosophy and about the manager allowing the players to go and express themselves on the pitch. And he just, I mean, when I looked at it, and he's, he's got Royce and and Phillips. I'm thinking, mate, you you play, and I, and I don't care who we play. I would never play holding midfield players. In fact, my England two, team, two, two, he plays two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. He's usually got a shake-up of about seven or eight defensive players and then the rest are, are attackers. And uh, my England team, I'd have either Pickford or Ramsdale in goal. Um, my right-back would be Walker. I'd be having a look at this fellow, um, Rico Henry at Brentford. He looks as though he's got a lot of pace, a lot about him. You know one thing about Walker? Uh, if he did make a mistake, he's got that pace to recover. Oh, 100%. He's getting, you know, but he's getting better. In my opinion, he's getting better. He's a better player now uh, than what he was a couple of years ago. Well, the longer, the, the older you get in football, yeah, yeah. The, the the more wiser and uh, the understanding of the game, yeah, you you, you learn. Now that's make no mistake, the older that is. 100%. But your pace usually starts... Yeah, but he's, he's still got a lot he, of his pace, hasn't he? He's getting he? You know? faster. Yeah. It seems as though he's getting faster. I mean, he's just a freak of nature, uh, Carl Walker. And then my two centre-halves, I play Declan Rice and John Stones. I as... don't... I, I, see, I could not play Declan Rice as a centre-back. No, I know, yeah. Or, yeah or I mean, you, and that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing about opinions, isn't mm, it? Yeah. You know, and I know... You criticise Declan Rice a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do, but yeah. But you would play him as a centre-back. Yeah, I don't see and him as a centre-midfield player. You always say he'd be my team as a centre-back. Yeah, would, yeah. People sometimes are critical to you. Oh, God, I mean, somebody says you know nothing about football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, OK, that's your opinion. But, um, but you would always pick him as, as, as a centre-back. And I really wouldn't. Well, yeah. I think there's better players than him. I think we've got better players than mm. him. You know, um, what could take us on to the next level? And I do like him as a player. Yeah, I, I don't like him as an international player. No, I don't. I would never play him in, in midfield, but I would try him. I would try him at centre back with John Stones. And and I say that because then you'd have Rico Henry, um, uh, Declan Rice, John Stones, and Carl Walker. And I think all four of them are really comfortable on the ball and can play in other positions. My midfield five then would be, uh, I'd play Grealish, Madison, Eze, uh, Bellingham and Foden with Kane up top. That'd be my England team. Some forward line, uh, some midfield players that. And I'd say, do you know what, T? We ain't going to lose the ball. People say, well, that's a bit too offensive, isn't it? Well, no. I always tell people. Because we ain't going to lose the ball. Who was it other week? Some some big player said to me, he said, I never looked at it like that. 
Yeah. And so the thing, some big player said to me. But people will go. I, I never thought of it. I said, well, we're not going to lose the ball. Well, well, well we would lose the ball. Of course like Manchester would. City lose the ball. Like but you win the it great back. Brazilian lose, like, yeah. uh, the great Leeds United. Yeah. They lost the ball. The Liverpools, the Forest, they lost the ball. Yeah. But, but few and far between compared to the other team they were played against. Absolutely. And I, I just, we are absolutely. And if you've got the ball, as the great, great elite managers always turn around and say, yeah. if you've got the ball, how can anybody score? Exactly. I mean, it ain't rocket science. And when Eze come on last night, I thought, oh, what a pass. He brought it down. I mean, the goalkeeper pulled off a great save. Some people said, well, he should have scored. But I thought it was a good save. But uh, what a great first touch in international football. And uh, I'm a that's massive, a player, massive fan of That's a player of what plays me out for you. He's, um, I, I think the kid is tremendous. So I go, would I drop Grealish? No. Would I drop Madison? No. Would I drop any of those players? Foden, Bellingham, Eze? No. I just think that they're brilliant footballers on, you know, that work hard on the ball, off the ball. And, and we may need two balls because, you know, them players have just got such ability on it. But I, I think, in my opinion, if we had a top manager, if Guardiola was our manager with that team, we'd win the World Cup. And the Championship. I told Tom the same thing tonight. Absolutely. We, we I told Tom the same thing tonight. Southgate will win nothing. We'll win nothing with him. No, no, no. He's had eight years. Yeah. And failed again to a semi final. We got to what, what final in the European Championship of a team what didn't qualify the following season for the World Cup yeah. for the following uh, World Cup, yeah. an aging Italian team. And we went one nil up at that, absolutely incredible. I mean, when it's incredible, but we, I mean, when you look at what's happened over the years, this last 10 15. What's crept into to any sport, it's not about winning, it's about uh, taking part. You know, and so the game praise for getting to a semi-final. Oh, I think to myself, well, might as well not get to a semi-final if you're not going to win it. I listened to Ange Postacoglu on TalkSport the other day and I was very impressed with him. He was saying, I don't just want to win. And to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Thank you.